All right, my dear friends, we are live once again and rolling. How are you doing? You doing okay? Hmm? You floating? You above ground? What are we doing today? So it's real nice over here on the East Coast. Beautiful sunny day over here. Uh, it's our Tuesday um, analyzing the lyrics session. That's what we do on Tuesdays. And uh, we're going to be looking at Billy Currington's song, People are crazy. Well, it's not his, but he was allowed to utilize it and make it his. And of course, it became one of his hits, his third number one hit. And it's a song that kind of captivates you. It charms you. It kind of lures you into the, 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 the wisdom and enchantment of the poetry revealed. And the melody, of course, produced with this song It's just, um, you know... It gives you a certain kind of emotion, and uh, it's a memorable one, obviously. It's a hit for a reason. It connected with a great many people, and so we want to talk about it. Billy Currington, country singer song called People Are Crazy. You know, on Tuesdays sessions, we go through these analyzing the lyrics, and we can pick up on any genre of music. We can do the heavy metal. We've been doing the metal. We've been doing the rock, the hip-hop is even in there, any kind of genre. And if you have any suggestions of a song you would like for us to open up and analyze, by all means, do so. It's kind of like from a secular perspective taken in and read and recognized also through the Christian worldview. And uh, perhaps that's something you would like to get involved with or partake in. By all means, please subscribe, follow, share, like, leave a comment. All those wonderful engagements allows the Added Souls ministry to move forward. And you can certainly partake in that. You can support that. You can sign up to addedsouls.locals.com. You can do that and support there. It really helps the work move forward. And um, it's a beautiful thing. And many of you have seen the work we've been doing throughout the many years. You can also, of course, send a PayPal donation at itssouls at gmail.com, or if you would like a physical address, reach out to us. We'd be more than happy to have a conversation with you and share the physical address with you. You can find us on pretty much every platform, though our strongest platforms are on Rumble and on Facebook. But you can find us also through the audio means of, you know, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Google, everywheres, anywheres. So please get involved and uh, hopefully you'll find something that will benefit your life listening to these podcast sessions, which go from Monday to Friday. And each day has its theme. You can look at the show notes over there. They will give you the breakdown of what takes place on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Good stuff. Billy Carrington's People are crazy. Stefan Maya with you. AddedSouls.com is the website. And I labor alongside the East Coast Church of Christ over here on the East Coast of Canada in New Brunswick, Canada. And we minister to the hub city location of Moncton, Dieppe, and Riverview and all of the East Coast. If you seek some information or would like to have a conversation, you can certainly reach out to us. We are a growing church, a beautiful church, a wonderful united church. And uh, we'd love for you to check that out. East Coast Church of Christ.com. And we also have a Facebook page, East Coast Church of Christ. Good stuff. Let's go looking at Billy Carrington's lyrics for People Are Crazy. Well, it's not his lyrics per se, but he certainly did a fantastic work in produce in, 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 in like, um, making this song his own, if you will. Now, I'm going to bring up a website that at times we would go see 
in order to kind of get a bit of information on songs or the artist who performed the song. And one of them is songfacts.com. And so we're checking out songfacts.com for People Are Crazy. And Carrington, in this year article, if you will, explained to AOL uh, uh, why he recorded this country rock number, uh, which was written by Bobby Braddock and Troy Jones. Those were the original authors of the song. And Carrington, in explaining his uh, selection here says, and I quote, just the title, just the title alone, he says, when I was pitched this song, I, w- I was sure at that point that I was going to record it. I didn't care how it sounded. I just loved the title. I couldn't wait to put it in my truck and listen to it. I remember when I popped it in and from the first verse to the first chorus, it just put a big smile on my face. I was like, and this is what he says, you know, I've been waiting on a song like this for a long time. I was just thankful that they sent it my way. I just got addicted to the song. I found myself wanting to listen to this song over and over again. Carson Chamberlain, the producer I was working with, had heard it too. And we were both in agreement that this uh, had to be on the album. So that's kind of how this song got chosen, I suppose. It's just a words of wisdom kind of a song, he says. It's got a laid-back melody that just puts you in that happy zone. End quote from Billy Currington. And of course, this was uh, Currington's third uh, number one uh, on the Hot Country songs chart. His previous ones were Must Be Doing Something Right in December of 2005, and uh, also Good Directions in May uh, or June of 2007. Uh, and so the song was birthed during a ride that Troy Jones took in his Alabama home state. He recalled uh, to The Boot, which I think is uh, the website for an interview, I suppose, that he was driving uh, or that uh, that as he was driving, he was trying to think of three things you can't argue with, if you will. And Jones came up with... God is great, beer is good, and people are crazy. And once he returned to the house, Jones got his guitar out and wrote several lines that ended up being the first verse of People Are Crazy. Now, Jones had his first writing session with Bobby Braddock bro- uh, booked in for the following week, so he held onto, onto the lyrics, of course, and melody. And when he played what he'd come up with, the legendary songwriter responded positively, and together they completed the song. And all of that put together, of course, you and I get to listen to Billy Carrington's People Are Crazy. And the first time I heard it, uh, it was very similar in emotional acceptance, if you will. I was like, okay, this has a nice little jingle and ring to it. The, the, the lyrics can certainly captivate you and kind of bring you into a narrative, a story, a, a picture of things that we might have lived through and seen. Obviously, some of us in our past lives have been bar stools. We, we would peruse and uh, engage bar life, if you will. I, I probably spent 20 years of my life in bar life. You're the bar stool. You go play some pool, shoot some pool, drink some beer, have some conversations. Obviously, getting a lot of trouble, but that was the rebelliousness of our nature in our past lives. And uh, this song kind of captivated some uh, nostalgic, memorable branches of life outside of Christ, life outside of the fold in which 
We are now governed by the words of the Holy Spirit through the 66 books of the Bible. And it's quite a different worldview, obviously, but looking at the perspective of analyzing these lyrics, we of course have to meet them where they're at if you're ever going to be able to relate to them in a fashion that would have them cultivate a religious discussion moving towards conversion to Christ. <laughs> Some brethren have such a hard wall of unapproachability, you just cannot speak to them, and that is why, sadly, the congregations they lead are not growing, and the people they are trying to bring to Christ are not listening to them. You have to know where people come from and have a common tone. You don't engage in the sinful activities, nor do you encourage or promote it, but you can certainly recognize it to be reality in a fallen world, and we can speak about it. And not all things are uh, uh, if you will, um, evil, some can be decent in within the secular world in, in a very simple illustration. Not everyone you know around you is evil and seeking to produce evil things. There are decent and morally upright individuals who may just be snagged into a sinful practices and things of that kind, if you will. Anywho, all of that aside, bit of an excursion, to the lyrics at hand, and I do appreciate everyone who was watching and listening and paying attention to this uh, kind of a podcast. I do hope and pray you find substance within it. People are crazy. It begins and it says, and I quote, This old man and me, we're at the bar and we, we're having us some beers and swapping I don't cares. You know, this kind of information is being revealed, poetically so, through the lyricism of the song. And it captivates you immediately because for some of us, we know exactly what that looks like. The, the low dimmed lights, the smoky ambiance, the jukebox playing that song. You've got a few drinks in you. You've been softened. You're feeling kind of mellow and kind of friendly and social. And you're beginning the conversations with those around the bar who have been there since early noon because, well, the old timers, you know, they just live at the bar and um, you kind of find yourself in a conversation. And what are the things you typically find in conversation while at the bar having a few beers? Well, certainly you can find political discussion, you can find religious discussion, and you can find discussion have uh, discussions of lifestyle and life things, if you will, perhaps with a woman or a man, you know, marriage, perhaps troubles in marriage, perhaps a ma happy marriage, though. <laughs> in my experience, it's always kind of been the problems in marriage I found at the bar. But uh, you, you see that that kind of uh, imagery, uh, even if you've not lived that kind of life, uh, you can picture it and you can, uh, for individuals like me, I can even smell it. <laughs> I know the smell back in when we were doing the bar the bar days, you could smoke as well. So you would find a cigar smell, cigarette smell, tobacco smell in the bar, and beer smell, obviously, liquor smell in the bar, and perfume, uh, and the lights are dim, and the song is playing that charming influence in your mind, and you're just, you're getting loose, you know, you're getting soft, you're finding a social niche, niche in, in, among your kind here, the drinkers and the bar dwellers. And uh, so this song uh, kind of fits in there by opening up with its very captivating uh, intro. This old man and me, okay, we're at the bar and we, we're having us some beers. Well, you're at the bar. You're going to be having some beers. And swapping I don't cares. Just, you know, random conversations that don't 
truly have any substance to change your life, if you will, that you might perceive. It's just a few, a few friends or a few who have found friendship in the same bottle, <laughs> in the same song, having discussions, talking politics, he says. Blonde and red-haired chicks, he says. Old dogs and new tricks and habits we ain't kicked. And that is indeed a true reality of the bar scene. You will certainly find conversations of the like. And it was my experiences, my experience, if you will, throughout the many decades where I sought to go away from God and go as far away from God as humanly possible. And I did find that wall. You're like, okay, here's the wall. I've touched it. This is the wall that says I've gone as far away from God as, as God as humanly possible for my context and my theme, my life. And uh, it's more so greater sorrow in, in the countenance of the, the, the faces you will find at the bar. You will find pleasure. You will find uh, uh, momentary happiness, if you will. You know, the deception of it and all that uh, is found there. But uh, mostly you will find uh, individuals who are broken by sin there. Individuals who are broken uh, by sinful activities and practices. You'll see the new faces or are new to the game. And you're like, oh, yeah, they <laughs> oh it's fun for you right now. You're, you're young to it. You're just getting into the bar scene. Uh, wait till you've been here like us cats for uh, decades. You, you'll see what's going on. Um, I've seen myself in hypocrisy sit, sit at the bar and go speak to youngins who come in and think it's a cool place to be and be like, you don't want to be here. Well, what do you mean, man? Everyone's having fun. Look at all the chicks everywhere. Look at it. it, it it's all a masquerade, dude. It's all a, it's a, it's an image. In no time at all, a few years, you'll be just like the rest of us, bar stools, talking about the girls we should have kept that we lost, the jobs that we lost, talking about all the pain and sorrow and division and chaos that comes from sin. Well, why do you guys keep saying keep coming here then? And you're trying to tell me I shouldn't be here because we're stupid. Because we're because we're stupid. We know we shouldn't be here, but we keep coming here. We're idiots. You shouldn't be here. You're young. You got your whole life in front of you. I know you were weaned and raised in a culture telling you that this is it. This is where all the big boys and the big girls come and play and do the honky tonk. Which all you're going to find here is a lot of pain, fist fighting, some violence, some brutes. You're going to find some bad people here too, I tell you. Oh, you'll find murderers in here. You'll find all that kind of stuff over here. You don't want to be here. Has any of those moments worked on some of them? I think a few of them. I think a few of them. And a few of them might be sitting and be like, I'm glad I listened to that crazy dude at the bar who told me I shouldn't be part of it. <laughs> Anyway, okay, bit of an excursion. Back to the lyric, talking politics, blonde and red-haired chicks, old dogs and new tricks and habits we ain't kicked. Man, we're still at the bar, we're still drinking beer, we're still looking about. Over at the bar, too, you'll find those gambling machines. They're always appealing to some of us, aren't they? Oh, man, I could put thousands of dollars in those things per week, per day, per night. Though I would generate that kind of cash, and we'd just throw it all away. What a mess. But it is the bar scene, and it is indeed... Very familiar for those of us who have lived the bar scene. We began, of course, we would do a lot of the club uh, scene and the bar scene, those kind of things, from the honky-tonks to the hip-hop to the jazz to the blues to the festivals with uh, our kind of culture and music, the French Acadian music, everywhere. It don't matter. If they're selling liquor, you're going to find women there, and we can dance, and we can boogie, and we can honky-tonk and do everything. I mean, 
It's where it's at. It's where people go, right? It's where normal people go to do what normal people do. Well, that's what the world portrays, of course. That's what the world has for sale, and it is very appealing. And I've said this a million times. So does the Bible. Sins, sins, fun. It's ple- it has pleasure. It's a deception. It'll lead you to death, but uh, it satisfies the flesh. And so this song, of course, is a portrayal of one who has a belief of sorts, of course, in a higher power and can recognize the secular wisdom of living in this life, this fallen world, and what takes place when you look at people from all spectrum. It don't matter which color they have on their skin, which language they speak, which geographical location they come from. We all, human beings created in the image of the great I am, have similar experience in this fallen world. So here's this young fella, and he's sitting down with an older fella, and they're having themselves a conversation, having themselves a few beers, and it has to do with politics and women and things that'll never change and things the way it just is. And, you know, that was our excuse, sadly, while sitting at the bar. Why don't you get out of here, man? I'm too old to change now. I've been coming to this bar and doing these things and living in this kind of way for decades. I'm, I'm just... I'm an old dog, man. You ain't gonna treat. You ain't gonna. <laughs> you ain't gonna teach me new new tricks. Uh, it's a done deal for me. I signed the contract. Straight to hell. <laughs> That's where we're going. So, embrace it and learn to live with it. And this is what we do. Now, of course, that's a that's a corrupted way of thinking. Now, looking back through those those many decades, you, you, I could have immediately, even earlier in my life, said, you know what? I don't need to come here. I don't need to do these things. I don't need to live this way. I can go the way and purpose of life that has a, 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 a greater structure and pattern of decency. I could do what what used to be normal, you know, find yourself a best friend, someone you can love and cherish and lay your life down for, someone you can marry. And if you're blessed with uh, uh, children, then have children and have, have a, an upright career. Do, do, be a, a, a product that delivers and uh, good in your neighborhood, you know, do do something right because y- you're, this place is but a vapor. It comes and it goes, and you want to be right with God. So be right with God. Have yourself a good family, and uh, you know that kind of that kind of a worldview, which treated us well in the West for a long time before we broke down that system, separated it, got rid of it, and now we have ourselves a fallen nation. But it used to be something we we held on to. But no, you know, the bar life, you got these 40, 50-year-old women, they're drinking wine, they're getting drunk off wine, they're not happy at home, they're messing around with other men, the same thing the other way around, you have these married men messing around with young women, it's a mess at the bar. But it portrays itself as, yeah, just the good old boys, never meaning no harm, (laughs) you know, just hanging out, man, we're just going to the bar, it's what we do, it's normal. Sowing our wild oats, you know. Gotta love parents who say that. Oh, they're just sowing their wild oats. We used to do the same thing. (laughs) Uh, I remember when that sounded right. That sounded like good, wholesome wisdom once upon a time. Now, here's my response. Your kids are dying out there. And they're being taught to hate you, the parents. And they ain't gonna make anything of their lives but become a big old mess. And you're gonna have a whole bunch of little babies in your house where grandma and grandpa are gonna have to take care of them because, well... They're just sowing their wild oats. Everybody goes to these places. <laughs> you know, the public dances, the, the proms. What do you think they're doing there? They're cultivating the kids for the bar life. 
the clubs, the honky tonks, the discos, the dances. That's what it's all about it's to generate this culture. Okay, so he continues and says, Blonde and red-haired chicks, old dogs and new tricks and habits we ain't kicked. We ain't gonna stop smoking, we ain't gonna stop drinking, we ain't gonna stop fornicating. This is what we do. <laughs> they were just the good old boys. <laughs> and it doesn't matter which culture or which angle you look, you look at it. Uh, you can find the same element. So he says, we talked about God's grace. Well, that's a good thing. You know, we, we certainly love to talk about that at the bar drinking beer. God's grace, man. It's a good thing we have it because, man, we living in sin, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Preacher was hard on a Sunday, wasn't he? Well, again, it's a perverted view of Christianity. But I'm not heavy-handed in judgment with that because I don't want to be heavy-handed in judgment towards me. But there's, it, it's a corrupt view of Christianity. God's grace is not going to cover anyone who is openly, rebelliously living in sinful activities. Is it, he, scripturally speaking, if the Bible is your sole source of religious authority, which in my studies it has proven to be that very thing, the only location we can go to that has a non-movable plat, uh, uh, um, uh, foundation of inspired words that should govern our thoughts and give us law, mercy, and grace, and the instructions of the doctrine, all that kind of wonderful thing, uh, that's where you go. But again, the idea of the denominational ocean that is out there of all sorts of religious persuasions plucked out from, you know, this uh, buffet table of tradition, if you will, or, or, or doctrines and statements of faith and creeds and whatever's, or whatever you, you want, uh, that brings forth a result of a worldview that you may have been born in, which we were all born in over here mostly, and given this ancestral religious view of Christianity, which is not based from the Bible, it's not based from God, it's based from our own image. It's We've created Christianity in our own image to satisfy our own desires, and as a result, we see the world through these lyrics and a great many lyrics that we've been looking at throughout the many months on our Tuesday sessions. And so we talked about God's grace and all the hell we raised. You know, we've been bad kids. We've done a lot of bad stuff. Talking, again, about women and, and alcohol, uh, maybe rebellious youth things that we've done. And we speak about God's grace. Then I heard the old man say, God is great, beer is good, and people are crazy. Well, there is some truth there, isn't there? Well, absolutely. Um, I can say, the first time I drank beer, it was awful. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever, I, I thought to myself, why do these adults drink this stuff all the time? This is disgusting. You know, I come from a location and culture where you give the little kid a drink. Hey, bring him over here. Bring him over here. Let's give him a drink. Give the little kid a drink of beer. Ah, give him a drink of beer. Ah, and they think it's funny. And the kid takes a drink of beer and it's like, ew, that's disgusting. Ah, and they all have a laugh. You know, it's funny. Well, it's not funny at all. It's, it's, it's this repetitive cycle uh, of ancestry where your aunts and uncles, your grandparents, everyone around you is just, this is what we do. We train ourselves to drink liquor at a very young age and to prepare ourselves for the bar life. You know, <laughs> this is what we do in life. This is normal. Uh, but I remember it being very ugh, like, what is this stuff people drink? This cannot be. No way. 
Um, but yeah, later on in life, you're like, this is the nectar of the gods. It's the best juice I've ever drank in my life. I can't wait to have more of it, must have more of it. The fridge must always have beer. It's the best thing I've ever, it, it must, we must. And that's how it operates. That's how it gets into you, right? Contaminates your thoughts and your mind in such a way that you think what you're drinking is the best tasting thing you've ever drank in your life. It's not that you're addicted to the taste. The taste is awful. You're addicted to the effects, you know, the effective <laughs> uh, dopamine rushes and all that kind of stuff. So he's speaking, of course, of some truth here. God is great. Well, of course he is. Beer is good. Yeah, if you've been drinking it long enough and you're addicted to it. And people are crazy. Hey, man, I can't argue that. People are crazy. People are crazy. We're at the craziest measurement right now. You know, we live in a time where men think they can be women and women think they can be men. Where you go to the fast food drive through location and they give you a plastic cup with a paper straw because somehow we're helping turtles or polar bears. Like we live in a crazy time. We live in a time where, well, let's stop there. Let's keep all of those discussions for our Friday sociopolitical conversation. But anyway, so we live in a crazy time. There's always been crazy people. That's been happening since the very beginning when we chose to rebelliously disobey God and go that path, a fallen world. And so there's always been crazy people. And God is great. God is great. Now, of course, this lyric comes from the mind of uh, Christianity created in the image of men, where that's not truth. It's a myth. It's a created religion. Uh, it's a created religious tradition that we've done so in our own image. Basically, I've created Jesus in the way I want him to be, so I'm okay because Jesus wouldn't uh, condemn me for being at this bar and talking about chicks and talking about this and doing this and doing that and drinking beer, all that kind of stuff, right? So he continues and he says in the lyric, he said, I fought two wars, been married and divorced. He's been through, he's been through some stuff in life, this old man at the bar. And you'll find these, um, these conversations and these people are real. These are realities of our existence. Kind of makes me think back of, um, Mr. Piano Man by Billy Joel and um, the poetry of that song. And we did that song, didn't we? Uh, I think we did. If so, it's in the archive videos. But um, it, it has that that presence, that memorable uh, lyric, you know, where, where you can relate to it if you've lived through it. So he said, I fought two wars, been married and divorced. What brings you to Ohio, Ohio? He said a word I'm not going to utilize at this time. Basically, I don't know. Who knows is the idea of the lyric. Like, I have no clue. But here I am. <laughs> so he said, uh, here I am. And, and we talked an hour or two about every girl we knew, what all we put them through, like two old boys will do. And them good old boys, man. We bro breaking some hearts, aren't we? <laughs> It's a it's hard for girlfriends who live with boys who are just wild, you know. We're wild kids. We're wild young men. We live at the bar. We like women, so we don't find much loyalty in just having one. We're gonna have a few, and then comes a lot of heartache. You put some liquor in there, a lot of fornication, a lot of music, 
a lot of your your camaraderie with your with your brothers you know the same kind getting into trouble doing all kinds of trouble uh it's a rebellious life it's not sowing a year old oh he just sowing his wild oats no it's a rebellious life it's a god it, 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 it's a problem it's a sinful lifestyle <laughs> is it fun well of course it's fun but it leads to death that's the whole thing it leads to death and of course this is going to be uh, come true and apparent through the lyric. So here's this conversation taking place. Obviously, some have gone through war. Some have lived battle as soldiers in military. That's an experience that's held only to those who have been through it. They can recognize each other. And there's a tight bond from those who have been in the trenches together. That's a that's an honorable and respectable uh, office of task to be in military and choose to honor the sovereignty of the nation and protect its citizens from foreign threat and evil things. And so there is a lot of memory there. And if you've been married and divorced, you've gone through that experience as well, which can be devastating. It can bring a lot of wisdom, uh, worldly wisdom, but it can be devastating and sorrowful and have a lot uh, of consequences, if you will. So there's a lot of discussion taking place while you're smoking and drinking at the bar and having these conversations. And he's like, what, why are you here for? And I don't know, but here I am. And so they're having conversations about women they've, they've had and the trouble they've given them. And, uh, that's what, that's just what we do. It's a fallen world. And, uh, we're just, we're born sinners. Again, all of this is the worldview of denominational religion that masquerades itself as Christianity, but it is Christianity created in the image of men, which is, corrupted it's not accurate according to a rightly handled scripture so this is how we see the world we in the in the lyric continues it said we pondered life and death he lit a cigarette and he said these things will kill me yet you see it, it rhymes too right i mean that's the beauty of the, of this lyric it, it rhymes and it's just so captivating and it's something many of us most of us can relate to because it's a worldly song <laughs> seen through a denominational lens. Now, there are worldly songs that are void of any uh, thought of God or, or, or anything like that, but country music, typically from the South, if you will, has that element because there's a lot of um, uh, believers in the Jesus, of course, they've created in their image, but yet still has sprinkles of truth to it. God is great. That is a truth. That is true. Things like that. So he says, uh, we pondered life and death. He lit a cigarette and he said, these things will kill me yet. But God is great. Beer is good. And people are crazy. It just catches you immediately. It has that nice ring to it. Uh, so then he continues and says, last call is 2 a.m. I said goodbye to him. I never talked to him again. Uh, so this was, again, just one of those moments. You go to the bar, going to have a few beers, but you find a friend there at the bar as well, have some conversation, some interesting back and forth and engagement, and this individual must have been interesting to listen to. He's lived life. He's gone through war. He's gone through marriages. I mean, you know, he's probably got some stuff that are that is interesting to listen to when you're having a few beers at the bar. But uh, it's last call. It's 2 a.m., and by this time, you, you, you're kind of tipsy. 
if you've been at the bar for a while and it's 2 a.m. and you're still there, you've not left early, you're probably like, oh, you're feeling pretty good. I love you, man. I love you, bro. <laughs> Some of us are like, so where's the next party? Oh, the house party. Yeah, let's go there. Let's stay up all night. Uh, so he keeps going and he says, uh, last call is 2 a.m. I said goodbye to him. I never talked to him again. Then, one sunny day, I saw the old man's face. Front page. Obituary. He was a millionaire. He left his fortune. He left his fortune to some guy he barely knew. His kids were mad as hell. But me? I'm doing well. <laughs> and this is what gets me every time. Like, and it, it can even bring sprinkles of water out of my eyes. But it, it's... It's how, you, you know, the first time I, I, I heard the song, I didn't expect that direction, like how it, it would mold in together with this kind of, this kind of story, this, this conclusion to it. So he, random, walk into the bar, random, sit down, give me a beer, gives you a beer, looks across the way, there's an older man, he's drinking a beer. How's it going, buddy? You going all right? Doing all right, man, all right. You end up buying a beer to each other. Hey, I'll get your next round, man. That's fine. Oh, thanks, bro, man. Okay, we start talking in the, these deep conversations about politics and women and war and experience in life. And, you know, it's 2 a.m. It's time to say bye. Well, have a good morning. Hey, man, you drive. Say, you got, you, what'd you, uh, I, I, I'm all right, man. I got someone taking me home. All right. Most of us drove home, by the way. We drove home loaded. I don't. I can't even explain the mathematical equations to why I'm still alive. But we would drive drunk all the time. It was just like breathing air. So, anyways, it's two a.m. All right, dude. Hope you make it safe. Yeah. Take care. It was good talking to you. Really good talking to you. Okay. So he goes. Right. Then time has passed. Right. Time has passed. You forget about that moment and everything. It's just one sunny day. <laughs> One sunny day, I saw the old man's face. Oh, yeah, I remember that guy, man. I sat down with that dude. We, 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 we drank some beer together one night, had a lot of conversations. Yeah, here he is, this sunny day. I saw the old man's face, front page obituary. Oh, man, he's passed. He's gone on to the other world. He's gone, he, he, he no longer lives on this one. He's, he's somewhere else now, isn't he? He's gone. Oh, he was a millionaire. The man had money. He had wealth. Interesting. And he left his fortune to all his millions to some guy he barely knew. <laughs> and of course, his kids were mad. His kids were furious. That is, of course, the idea with mad as hell. And of course, to one's conscience, you got to be wise with using that word. It is a disservice to use that word in vain, from my perspective, because hell is a true and real location that you don't want to go to. You just don't want to be found there eternally. It's a bad place to go to eternally, right? Well, the idea, of course, with that is how mad his kids were. They were so mad that it's equivalent to the fiery pit of eternal torment, right? That's the idea. But he says, me, the individual, the, the guy who was sitting next to this millionaire, oh, I'm doing well. Crazy, isn't it? And the lyric continues and says, And I dropped by today to just say thanks and pray. And I left a six-pack right there on his grave. And I said, God is great. 
beer is good, and people are crazy. So here's this random shot in the dark. I had a conversation with a guy at the bar. We both got drunk. We went home, never saw him again. Then I see him in, in the funny papers, right? He's in the papers, the obituary. He's passed. And it's interesting because he recognizes now what took place. Obviously, he's been the recipient of the will. This guy he barely knew is the man who was sitting with him having a few beers at that bar that one time. He got all the money. His kids had no, didn't get any of it. Well, yeah, they're, they're, they're piping hot. Absolutely. They're piping hot. But the dude who received all the money from this random old man he talked to one night, man, he's doing pretty good, ain't he? So much so he has him in a memory. And he keeps that memory alive by going to the grave. Right? Going to the tomb. He says thanks to him. And he prays. And he leaves a six-pack there. Now, of course, this is, this is the way the world thinks. This is the world view. It's a denominational perspective because of the Christianity they've created in their own image. It's not accurate to the Bible. It has nothing to do with the Christ of the Bible. <laughs> but it has to do with the world we live in and the reality we've created for ourselves through the image of Christianity we've built from the desires of our own flesh. And when you're in that world and you live like that, and I've been there for decades, it's a good thing, quote-unquote good. We used to do that for, with some of our, our uh, relatives and friends who passed away, you know get together, we remember his life, we remember the death, and have ourselves some beers, get high. And after that, I, and I left a six-pack right there on his grave, and I said, God is great, beer is good, and people are crazy. And then that continues, obviously, to finish it off. God is great, beer is good, and people are crazy, and so on and so forth. And that is the song. And again, it's a wonderful song. It'll captivate you. It'll, it'll, it, it certainly uh, has that um, charm, if you will, that ring to it. But it's worldly. It's worldly thinking. And sadly, that old man departed this earth living in his sins. And as a consequence, has eternal punishment, eternal torment, if you will. And it certainly will be for all who are found outside of Christ. But that doesn't mean we can't recognize the reality of this fallen world and how the world lives. Because we used to live like that also. And we know the strings of our hearts are plucked with a great many emotions when you live in the world. And you go through a great many Moments that remain in your thoughts. They can cause scars or they can cause moments of joy you remember. And uh, if you're just seeing it through the good old boys mentality, I mean, nothing wrong here. Nothing wrong with being at the bar, drinking beer, and talking about women. Well, we know that's not the behavior and the decency and the morally upright structure of the Christ and his instruction to us through the Holy Writ. We don't need to be at the bar. We don't need to be drinking booze 
and we don't need to die in sin. Because it's sad and unfortunate. It's devastating. We don't need to. God allows us free will. We can choose to do that, but we don't need to because through Christ we can have eternal life. And that is indeed the hope. That is the hope we can have through Jesus. I had seen my share of bar life. Again, I was there for decades. We start young. We start young, for sure, really young. I was at the bars uh, before I was of age to be in the bars. It's just where uncles and aunts and cousins and grandmas and grandpas go. It's just normal, right? It's part of society. Liquor's just everywhere. It's music, women, men. It's, you're, you're weaned into that kind of a culture, that kind of a mindset. Uh, it's not scriptural. It's, it's, not a, it's not the model we see in the, in the New Testament Bible, the 27 books of the New Testament Bible, but it is indeed a truth. And it's a fascinating lyric. It's a fascinating song. I've always liked the song since the day I first heard it. And it has that nice jingle. It's, it's better when you understand what's going on so you can discern it more properly, not as something that you seek to live out, but something obviously that you can appreciate as a reality of this life. But nonetheless, as Christians, we just don't participate in that kind of a worldview, that kind of a practice, if you will. What do you guys think? Make sense? I appreciate your kind attendance your engagement, by all means, please subscribe, follow, like, share, leave a comment, and please consider, if you are willing and able, to partake in the Added Souls work. Uh, through your willingness to partake, we can keep moving forward. It allows us to have food, shelter, and clothing, and when food, shelter, and clothing is taken care of, we can focus on creating this material uh, and uh, hopefully it is a benefit to your life. You can sign up to addedsouls.locals.com, and uh, you can choose to support that way. You can send us a donation through PayPal, addedsouls at gmail.com, and if you'd like to have a physical address, reach out to me. We have a conversation. I'll be more than happy to share the physical address with you. Good stuff. Stay focused. Stay positive. Lord willing, tomorrow... We'll keep going with our studies for Wednesdays is our study session day, and we've been going through Genesis. So uh, by all means, hopefully, Lord willing, you'll be with us again. Stay focused, stay positive, and uh, we'll see each other again next time. Good stuff. Peace out.